Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me on yet another amazing, fantastic, mind-blowing journey down the rabbit hole of making yourself unbelievably attractive to women, unbelievably happy and at peace in life, and an unbelievable legend in your own definition because you are an unapologetic man. Before I jump into the content, I want to let you guys know that COVID is about to be over, my dude. And my question for you is, what the fuck are you doing to prepare for it? Have you trained up? Are you ready for the onslaught of women that are going to come out of their homes like little trolls that have been locked in the basement and are looking for sex, looking for a dick, want it so bad, and you're going to go and be like, oh my hell, I let this opportunity slip by. I didn't take advantage and get the training and brain reprogramming necessary to indulge in the unbelievable party that is about to take place once spring and summer hits. You guys, right now is your opportunity to join my three-month coaching program and learn all the skills necessary to not only attract women, but reprogram the bullshit in your brain so that you behave like a natural, you think like a natural, you have high amount of confidence, You feel like the prize, you feel like the champion, and you're able to communicate that to women. Now is the time. If you let this opportunity slip by, smack yourself in the face so hard you fly upward through a skylight because that, my friend, was a gigantic mistake. Do you understand the party that is about to take place? Do you understand how easy it is going to be to close girls and to have sex and to have one night stands? It's just going to be a goddamn orgy out there right in the streets. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous once COVID ends. And listen, Biden is predicting that it should be basically good to go by the end of May because they released this new vaccine that apparently only takes one shot. And that's going to add a lot more available vaccines to the population. And we're going to get herd immunity much quicker than we originally predicted. So what are you going to do? Are you getting prepared? Or are you thinking, ah, later I'll do it. I can't afford it right now. I don't have the time right now. I don't have the energy. I'm too scared. I'm too lazy. I don't think I can do it. What are the excuses that you're using to not get trained up in this way, to not get your shit fixed? to not really take the step necessary to invest in yourself and get this part of your life fixed once and for all. What's the excuse, bro? What's the excuse? Even if you think it's a reason, you and I both know it's an excuse. Why aren't you doing it? And listen, even if it's not with me, I don't care, bro. I want the best for you, my brother. I want you to get fixed. Even if it's not with me, that's cool. Go with Trip Kramer. The guy's a legend. Go check out Marnie's stuff. She's a champion. Or you can jump on a free, that's right, F-R-E-E, consultation call with your Uncle Mark saying, you and I will talk about your issues. And you know what I do? This is something I haven't mentioned. So I want you to listen very carefully. What I do is I give you a no BS assessment of how long I think it will take you to get to your goals with women. Okay, let me tell you what your goals are because I hear this every day and I'm 90% sure this is your goal. You want to be able to date lots of cute girls. You want to be able to see a hot girl and go up to her and get her attracted to you in conversation, grab her number and date her later. You want higher quality girls than you've been getting now. And from abundance, after you've had lots of sex, 
Lots of getting your dick wet and taking her down to your stabbing cabin to the Casa de Champion. You want to pick your queen and pick the best girl for you possible and settle down when you're ready after you've played the field a while. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to jump on the call together. I'm going to ask you about your belief systems. I'm going to ask you about your experience. I'm going to see how you hold yourself. I'm going to see how you talk. I'm going to look at what you look like. And I'm going to give you a no BS assessment. You're like, Mark, I want eights and nines and tens. I want to be able to date any girl I see who I think is hot. And I want to be able to pick my queen from abundance if and when I'm ready to do so. And I'm going to say, all right, brother, this is how long it would take you if you were to do it in my coaching program. If you joined the program and gave me three months to teach you everything I know about attracting women, all my tricks, all my techniques, all my skills to be able to attract women, basically downloading my brain into yours and on top of that, fixing the bullshit in your head with my NLP processes, 12 weeks of customized NLP specifically to you where we together reprogram your brain. So not only do you think like a natural, but you get back to your inherent self-esteem and I'm gonna tell you, this is how long it's gonna take, bro. And now you're wondering, well, how long does the average person take? Well, that's why you get on the call with me, bro, so that I can give you a quote about you And then if it feels right to you, if it feels right to me, we can talk about working together over those three months. When's the last time you invest in yourself? Do you understand that you are the mechanism that dictates the results of your life? And unless you get that shit fixed, you got to get that shit fixed, bro. It's never going to fucking change. You are hitting print and you're just getting the same results over and over again. When are you going to make the change? If now is not the right time, brother, I cannot even think about when the right time would be. Are you kidding me? It's going to be an orgy in the streets in a couple of months. Are you going to be prepared for it? Are you going to be sitting at home playing Call of Duty, twiddling your thumbs, hoping that a girl magically manifests in your room and slides onto your dick? It ain't going to happen. You have to change your life. And that is my rant in this podcast. All right, guys, let's go ahead and talk about how to be a great closer. First and foremost, you got to believe in the product, my dude. And the product in this case is you or the thing that you're selling. Okay, so a lot of you guys want to get better with women. You have to believe that you are a fucking 10, that you are the prize, that you are a champion. Belief in the product means that you're enthusiastic about it and you are going to sell it that much better. Listen to that rant I just did. I did it on purpose to show you how much I believe in my coaching. I believe it's like the best thing ever. And every single person who doesn't sign up, I'm literally thinking to myself, dude, are you kidding me? Are you seriously not signing up to this amazing, badass, spectacular, freaking Jedi level program that is going to absolutely change your life? Because I believe in it so much and because I believe in myself so much, I get a lot of guys into the program. And because I believe in it so much, they get results with it because they buy into my frame and they see how confident I am. They see how sure I am that this shit is the shit. And because they see that I think it's the shit, they think it's the shit too. And therefore they get into rapport with me and they're able to let go and get results with it. When you're selling anything, be it yourself to a woman, be it a product to a customer, you need to believe that that product is the best thing for them. I'm telling you, the biggest difference between guys who are closers and guys who aren't, and a closer is just basically closing people on deals, closing girls on coming on dates with you, closing girls on having sex with you, whatever it is, the biggest difference is those who wholeheartedly believe in the product make the sale and those who don't believe in the product don't. 
That is the biggest difference. In fact, you can have amazing salesmen who are killing it in the beginning when they first start selling a product. Then they get kind of sick of it or they see some holes in it or they don't believe in it as much anymore. Even when they get more skills, how to reverse objections, how to get people into their emotions, there's all these skills to selling. But even when they get better skills and yet their belief in the product goes down, they don't close as many sales. That's why when you really believe in it, when you're truly passionate about it, you're gonna make a lot of sales. So for any of you guys who aren't getting the results with women that you really want, this is the reason that you might not be getting those results because you don't believe in either the product or you don't believe in yourself. How do you believe in yourself? Okay, so you're in a situation right now where you're like, yeah, Mark, I, I don't believe in myself. Thank you, Dr. Idiot. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I don't believe in myself. What do I do? You know what I'm gonna say, man? You gotta reprogram it so that you do believe in yourself because you were born with perfect self-esteem. You were born completely sure of yourself until other people messed you up. Other people made you think the way that you're thinking now about yourself if you don't fully believe in yourself. How freeing would it be? How peace-oriented would it be if you could just believe in yourself again? If you could just be comfortable being genuine? No more self-monitoring. No more putting on a mask to pretend you're somebody else. No more acting a certain way because you're afraid to hurt other people's feelings. You are unapologetically genuine to be who you are, how you are, what you want. You're going to do what you were going to do. That is freedom to be completely at peace with yourself, accepting yourself, and genuine in yourself. And when you are that way and you go up to a woman, you show her like, listen, I am the prize. I am the shit. I'm a 10. Are you an idiot if you're not going to give me your phone number? Of course, you never say that. Obviously, you never show anger. But that's what you think in your head is that I'm such a champion. I believe in this product and the product is me. Or we can even say the product is that little red helmeted warrior in your pants who, when you join my program, is going to look like a burn victim hiding in the corner of your underwear because he's going to be getting more ass than a toilet seat. When you believe in the product, she's going to pick up on that and she's going to believe in it too. All right, the second step is to ask for the clothes. First, I'm going to give an example about sales. Let's say you're selling something. Brother, you have to ask the product for the clothes. You have to ask, do you want to move forward with this? There's a moment when I jump on the phone in those breakthrough sessions where I crack it out with the dude. I figure out what his issues are. I tell him exactly how long it's going to take him to get the results that he's after. I feel out if he's a good fit for me, and I let him feel out if I'm a good fit for him. And if we're jiving, if it's on a high note, if it's feeling right, then I ask, I say, hey, brother, will you join my three-month coaching program, right? I actually ask. I don't let it kind of nebulously sit out there and hope that he offers first. I'm the salesman. I'm the one controlling the frame. Now, when it comes to women, you have to ask or at least try to make the move to escalate. Now, what's the move based on? And this is in sales as well. It's based on her emotional state. You always want to ask for the close on a high note. Okay, you guys, I cannot stress this enough. Shut the hell up. Stop doing what you're doing and focus on what I'm about to tell you. Every time you escalate, both with a woman as well as in a sales scenario, you have to ask on a high note. You ask for the phone number on a high note. You ask for the date on a high note. You get the first kiss on a high note. You ask for sex on a high note. And with women particularly, what is asking? It's trying to escalate and you escalate based on her willingness to do so. 
As I always say, women are the barometer for our escalations. We bring them to the high note, bring them to the high note. Once it's there, then we ask for it by going for it, by making the move. It's your job as the masculine man to kiss her. It's your job as the masculine man to text her. No more of this, oh, I give her my phone number so she can reach out to me if she wants to. Bullshit. We always take women's phone numbers. We're always the first one to text because that's the masculine role. You have to ask for the hangout. Hey, you seem pretty cool. I think we owe it to ourselves to hang out sometime. Do you agree with this brilliant conclusion? Okay, that's the way I ask it. So remember to ask. So many people don't. And it even means just going up to a girl who you think is cute and asking her if she's willing to chat with you for a little bit. Asking her how she feels about your forward approach. Hey, I thought you were cute. Wanted to come meet you. What's up? What's your name? In a way that's asking her and her answer is how she reacts to it. So with sales, it's a very direct ask. Hey, would you like to move forward today? Or hey, how would you like to pay? I, I kind of don't like to do that. Like, so, so do you want to pay by credit card or PayPal? I just ask him, hey, do you want to join the brotherhood? I like you. I feel like we jive. And not only that, and here's a huge, huge tip to being a closer, is you have to genuinely want to help the person. You have to genuinely care about that person's results. See, that's the thing is I don't give a fuck about the money. I care about you, bro, you. My purpose in this world is to help dudes just like you get the results that you want, not only with women, but also in life. More money, more happiness, more peace, more satisfaction. That's my purpose. The money is just a secondary tertiary benefit to all that. So when I look at a guy and I'm on the Zoom call with him, I'm thinking the whole time, can I help him? Can I get him there? Can I do this? And then if I'm like, yes, I'm like, I want him, dude. I want this guy. And he feels that. And what's better than feeling wanted by somebody who you respect and somebody who you want? And when it comes to sales, you have to genuinely want to help the person. Is the product you're selling worthy of this person? Will it genuinely help them? See, if you're selling some crap product, like some insurance you don't believe in, or going door to door selling some fire alarm that's been known to break 40% of the time, and you know in your subconscious mind that this product is bullshit, you're not going to believe in it and you're not going to want to sell it. And that, my friends, is why a lot of you can't sell yourself to women. You don't believe in yourself. You don't believe the product, which is you, is good enough. You have a belief, I'm not good enough. Hot girls are too good for me. So what are you going to do? You're going to subconsciously communicate, and I'm talking down to the mannerism. Communicate on a subcommunicative level. Ooh, that was hard to say. On that subtle underlying level that you don't believe you're enough, and she's not going to believe you're enough. If you don't believe what you're selling is good enough, she's not going to take it. She's not going to buy it. And it doesn't matter that you want her. You have to make her want you. Like it doesn't really matter that I really want a guy to join the program, he has to want it. And what I have to care about is whether or not he wants it. And even more importantly, whether or not I can help him. Does getting this guy into the program benefit him? If it does, then I'm like, hell yeah, brother, let's go. And that's the way you have to think with women. Is her being with me gonna benefit her? You're goddamn right it is. Look at you, bro. You're listening to podcasts like this one. A lot of you guys invest in yourselves. A lot of you guys take growth super seriously and it's your prime directive. Do you know how many guys do that? I'll tell you, not many. Therefore, you are the prize and you should believe in yourself. But remember, you have to ask.
All right, the third tip to being a great closer is to realize that all big decisions are emotional decisions and then you rationalize them later. So this is the basis for female psychology 101. All right, you ready for a huge reality check about women? The truth of the matter is this, women act on their emotions and then rationalize it after. Well, the thing is, it's not just women, it's men too, it's all people. We all act on our emotions and rationalize it later. Let me ask you this, if you buy a Ferrari, are you really thinking about the rationale of the great gas mileage a Ferrari gets? Are you thinking about the rationale of, let's say, the tax deduction that the Ferrari gets? No, you're thinking about the experience of wrapping your hands around that leather steering wheel, hitting the gas with your right foot, and feeling the blood get pulled to the back of your brain as that thing goes zero to 60 in four seconds. That's what you're thinking about. What is that? That's emotional. People always make emotional decisions and rationalize it after. Therefore, when selling both a product as well as yourself to a woman, you have to, as I said, get them into an emotional state and escalate on a high note. Always escalate on a high note. It's so unbelievably important. You have to realize that they're not making this decision rationally. Rationale will come into it. And a lot of people will say, well, I have to think about it. I have to check my finances and stuff. But if you get them into a high enough emotional state, make them imagine their goal as being completed. And not only imagine their goals being completed, but put them there. Imagining what it's like to be in that Ferrari, feeling that nice leather seat, hearing that engine roaring behind them, seeing the looks that people are gonna give you when you're driving that car down the street, feeling the experience of what it's like to drive this sports car. If you can get them to feel that, bro, the 250 grand or whatever it costs to get a Ferrari is like a non-issue because they want that experience. We're all drug addicts. We're looking for that hit of drugs that we get when we have these experiences. And what is a woman doing? She's wondering what's in it for me. What are the emotions I'm gonna get from hanging out with this guy? So if you go up and you go into interview mode, ooh, where are you from? What do you do for work? How many brothers and sisters do you have? And you're not engaging enough. You're not offering conversational topics that she can seek her teeth into in a fun and emotional way that makes her feel good. She's gonna blow you out. She's gonna blow you out. You know it, I know it, hell, even you know it because that's what's happened to you as well as to me when we bring up interview type topics. So your job is to get the prospect, either a woman or someone who you're trying to sell something to into their emotions. And one good way to do this is to ask, and this goes to sales, what are you hoping to get by getting this solution? What would you like your goal to be? What is the cost of inaction? What would you like to see your future as and what would this solve, okay? Let's say they're buying a motorhome, right? You're a motorhome salesman. And they say, well, I really wanna travel to the United States. I wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. I wanna see Niagara Falls. I wanna go down to Florida and I wanna go to Texas and eat some barbecue. And then I wanna swing up into Colorado and do an awesome elk hunt. And then I'm gonna go into Washington and see the beautiful scenery up there. I just, I wanna have that freedom. Your job as the salesman is to have them imagine how your motorhome is gonna get them that and to help them picture being there. Like just imagine having this thing parked on the rim of the Grand Canyon, then the sun's coming up and you wake up and you just roll over and you pull the little blinds aside and you look out and right there from your bedside, you can see the rim of the Grand Canyon and the sun coming over it. And then you hear the birds chirping and it just feels so good because you know just the day before you were down in Texas eating some barbecue, 
Just imagine how good that would feel to have your home with you going across America and how fulfilling that's going to be. Dude, they will write a check for you right there. And then you ask, are you ready to get this today? Can we get you into this today? I want to get you on the road tomorrow. Let's start this trip. Let's do this. It's the same thing with you guys. Like, do you want to have that experience where you're able to go up to the last hot girl that you saw that you didn't approach, bro, that last hot girl? What would it be like to have gone up to her fully confident in yourself, feeling good, knowing that you're the prize, knowing everything to say to her to get her attracted to you, making her laugh, making her touch your arm, making her lick her lips as she looks at you. This is what could happen for you, bro. Then she hands you her phone number. And then you go home that night and you just know exactly what to text her. And then you guys get in a text conversation and now you're on the date with her. And now you're making out and she's in your bed, bro. Imagine that last girl that you saw in your bed. What would you do to her? How would you kiss her? What does she smell like? What does she feel like? Imagine her sucking your dick. What do those beautiful eyes look like looking up at you? And then imagine that tight little body right in you. What would that feel like? And then after you imagine that, you ask for the sale. So, bro, do you want to join? Come on, man. Let me help you get that, bro. I can help you get that. And this is exactly how long it's going to take until you can have that. Are you going to get to the end of your life and look back with regrets thinking, what if I just did the program? What if I just got this fixed? God, I cannot believe I was so afraid that I didn't do this. See, and that's a different thing is you have them imagine what it would be like if they didn't act. And you guys are probably all imagining this right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if my one-on-one free consultation applications spike. And you know what? Good for you, bro. You're a fucking legend. I respect you because you have the balls to invest in yourself. You know, a lot of guys listening, they just listen to this. They're like, yeah, but yeah, but it's all excuses, bro. It's all excuses. And again, even if it's not with me, that's cool. Do it with somebody. Get this part of your life fixed. Because as I've said in a previous podcast, you can listen to podcast episodes all day long. You're going to get a lot from them. But until you get intrusive, until you're in a situation where someone's helping you work on your specific issues, where there's an accountability set in place, where other brothers are helping you get to that goal, and where I can give you all my premium content by dumping my 15 years of knowledge into your brain in three short months... I'm sorry, man, but getting those nines and tens, unless you do something very extreme in this way and invest in yourself, for a lot of you guys, I hate to say it, it just ain't going to happen. It just isn't. It isn't. You think it will like down the road, like, yeah, down the road, later I'll do it. Once this happens, I'll do it. Bro, if you make the excuse now, what are you? You're in an excuse matrix where you continue to make the excuse over and over again. Sometimes you just got to jump, bro. Sometimes you just got to do it. Pull the fucking trigger. I guarantee you won't regret it. And just getting on the phone with me doesn't mean you have to move forward. And frankly, it doesn't mean I'm going to ask you to join. It means we're going to have a conversation so I can tell you exactly what it's going to take to get you there. Don't you want to know that? Then sign the fuck up. CoachMarkSing.com. Click on the upper right-hand corner, coaching. Fill out the goddamn slap in the biscuit. I'll send you my schedule. Get on the phone together. And even if you're scared, I hear you, bro. The first coach I hired, I was freaked out. I was shaking in my boots, but it was the best decision I ever made. So those are three tips to be a great closer, guys. When it comes to women, when it comes to life, the most important skill set you can have as an unapologetic alpha silverback is the ability to communicate and perhaps more importantly, the ability to persuade. And being a great closer is persuasion at its finest. You need to think that you are the prize, that you are an amazing man who should be lucky to date. 
When you think that, she's gonna feel it from you. You're gonna put her in those good emotions and you're gonna close way more women than you ever did before. Once again, guys, I do wanna thank you for listening. I know your time is very valuable and I appreciate you investing it both in me as well as yourself. The champion invests in himself because he knows that he's the mechanism that's gonna dictate the results of his life. All right, boys, I'm coming swinging with a roundhouse kick to the jaw of your championhood in the next podcast, so please stay tuned for that, and I will see you in the next episode.